1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. We're going to talk about something that's probably on the mind of every parent, right? Uh, And that is... How can we pass on our faith to our kids in a culture that's really post-Christian at this time? So we're going to jump into this conversation with Zachary Mettler. Yeah, Zach is with Focus on the Family, and we're so glad that he's with us today because there's so many that are deconstructing their faith, Zach, and and they're turning away from God. So we've got to stem the tide somehow. So I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions as you join us here on Mornings with Tom and Tommy about maybe um, your experience with this, maybe growing up in a, in a Christian home. Talk to us about that this morning. Yeah, well, thankfully, as it's a pleasure, pleasure to be with you guys. But I, I grew up in a, in a great Christian home. Both of my parents were, were, were devout Christians. I remember in middle school and high school getting up, and the first thing I would see in the morning is my dad um, sitting there praying and, and reading scriptures. And so I know not a lot of people have that experience, and so I'm ba- very grateful for that. Um, but again, yeah, that's, that's pretty not normal for most people. You know, I, I saw research um, from the Pew Research Center, which found that fewer than half of parents place a lot of importance on their children sharing their, their religious and political beliefs. There's only 35% said that that was extremely or very important to them. And so, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of this idea that some, some parents kind of think that teaching their children about faith is like indoctrination. Um, you know, I had a teacher back in high school who would say this, that he, he wasn't going to teach his um, child about his faith because he didn't, want them, he didn't want them to have to make up their own mind about their own decision. Um, but this, this line of thinking, I think, really comes from religious and moral relativism, right? Mm-hmm. Picking one's faith is, is kind of like picking a, a flavor of ice cream, it can, it can seem like. But that's only true if, if Christianity doesn't have objective and valid reasons to be true. And I think it absolutely does. And so um, that only makes sense if faith is a matter of preference and not a matter of truth. But I believe Christianity is. But if you believe that Christianity is ultimate truth, then you would want to pass that on to your children because it's important to, to be in the truth and to not suffer the consequences of being out of the truth. But why do you think it is then that so many Christian parents are, are not necessarily passing this on, not necessarily teaching their children in the home about, about Christ? We have that exactly right, Tabby. I think you know, if we look across the, the scope of Western society, especially, um, we find that again that religious and moral relativism has really seeped into our modern our modern culture. And uh, individuals, I mean, they really no longer care about finding the truth, um, only about what is living according to what they think is true for them. And I think that's that's especially true for young adults. Um, you know, Christian Smith, he's the the director of the for the Center of the Study of Religion and Society. He said that especially for young adults. Um, when they're not taught this truth, 
Uh, they simply don't know how to think about things, about what is right and what is deserving for them to devote their lives to. So in that sense, young adults, when they're not taught Christianity, when, when they're not taught what is objectively true, they're kind of left rudderless to make their own moral and value decisions. Um, and another idea that's, I think, connected to this is the idea that faith and reason are somehow opposed, right? We hear that frequently, especially across the, the mainstream media. Uh, as one example, the, the Harvard psychologist Steven Pinker, he's defined faith, I think, in this way, which is uh, completely and absolutely wrong. He said that faith is believing something without good reasons to do so. He says, the faith has no place in anything but a religious institution, and our society has no shortage of these. Um, so in other words, Pinker is saying that you can have good reasons to believe something, or you can have faith, but not both. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's true. A much better definition of faith is an active trust in what we have good reasons to believe is true. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, Hebrews 11 talks about that, you know, faith being sure of what we hope for and the evidence of things that are not seen. And so it's kind of interesting to, to kind of lump us in there. Well, there, no reasonable person would actually believe that, hmm. would they? But yet, as followers of Christ, I mean, we all place our faith in something. We're placing our faith in God, and we're wanting to transfer that to our children because we see what's happening in this generation. If we don't pass it on, next generation is going to be even— <laughs> worse. So uh, as we're talking about that, um, Zachary, and as uh, people are listening right now and they're saying, yes, I'm in agreement. I think we need to pass this on to the next generation, specifically with my kids, but I don't know how. So what would be step one? Well, step one, I think, uh, is really just modeling that that behavior for your kids, right? I talked about my parents and, and you know, I try to spend time in scripture and prayer every morning because I, I saw that modeled by my parents. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're a, a, a parent and you, you want to pass on your faith, I think, first of all, just model that behavior. And your, your kids will hopefully see that that's something authentic and real uh, to you that matters in your own life. Um, but a second thing I would suggest is when your kids have questions, right, don't, don't somehow shun them, especially even if you don't know the answer. Uh, really consider those questions. And maybe, again, you don't know the answer, um, but do some research and try to find out, uh, try to find out the answers to the questions that they have, because that's really important to them.